Welcome to Franchise Unpacked, the podcast where we unpack all of your favorite franchises. On today's episode, Zach and I made a deal with God, running up that hill, and discuss Stranger Things Volume 4. Wait a minute, would this be a good point for me to do like my Vecna, like... Join me in the upside Max. Now where are you going, Maxine? Maxine! <laughs> If I let God, you can run it up that hill. Anyway, you guys, welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I'm one of your hosts, Zach. I'm the other host, Dave. And if you somehow skipped the entire intro to this damn thing, we're talking about Stranger Things. Yeah, Volume Four. Volume Four. Season so, Four. Volume Four. I think Volume. Volume. Vo- that volume. Better. Yeah. Um, I think we should give a pretty hefty spoiler warning. Yeah, uh, we'll be spoiling things, and I will be spoiling them probably sloppily, uh, but yeah, to the best of my ability. But because uh, we watched it a couple of weeks ago is when we watched the last episode, right? We okay. we watched the the when the second half came out, we watched it right away. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty close to when we did as well. So, cool. uh, so heavy spoilers. We will we will be spoiling. All of season four, yeah, uh, of volume four of Stranger Things. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, we love you anyway. But turn this episode off because it, yeah, it's if it, you're we're a fan. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of some yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, nothing is off limits. But yeah, um, Zach. I mean, before we get going, how you doing? What anything new with you? What's uh, dude, what's the skinny? You know the the skinny. Fun fact: the skinny is. I'm losing a little bit of weight. There you go. Good. There Truly we go. skinny. It, it is becoming a skinny. Um, hey, hell yeah. So working on that, uh, just, uh, you know, like we talked about in last week's episode, um, playing some Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. And, I mean, re- really, that's about it. I mean, hey. I, uh, this, by the time this one comes out, uh, I will have been on a uh, work trip to Chicago um, been just really? kind of running, running all over, running up that hill, running up um, that hill. And actually, it might even be way later than that because uh, peek behind the curtain, we're backlogging these a little bit. People, we are. We're trying backlogging a, these a little trying bit. Trying to get some in the can, as yeah. But because yeah. that way we can keep delivering. But uh, but uh, I'm gonna. This is the last episode that I'll probably say this. Uh, if you guys are new listeners, uh, welcome. I mean, no yeah. matter what, if you're new, welcome. But uh, we are uh, back. We we were kind of on a little bit of a hiatus for a bit. And now we're back in full swing, releasing every Friday. So check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Obviously, you're doing that now. So, uh, but yeah, we're 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 just glad that you guys are here. Um, But no, dude, you know, not not a whole lot. Um, My dog Oliver, yes, caught two birds the other day. There you go. He's a killer. Um, He did not eat them, and I, I got to be honest, they looked a little sickly. Like I think they might have just fallen out of a nest. And he got to Um, them. Yeah. He got to him, so he... Uh, it happens. It happens. The vet said he'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, did I... I don't know if I told you this. Okay, uh, if you don't have a strong stomach, maybe don't listen for a second, Uh-oh. but uh, he got a rabbit once. Yep. And it was like a... It wasn't like a baby, but it wasn't an adult. It was like a teenage rabbit. Sure. Um, you know, it was, you know, it was a, uh, a mid midlife rabbit, I guess. And uh, he got it, and Shelby saw him with it. And he didn't, it was already dead by the time he found it. Sure. Um, and he picked it up and Shelby goes, Oliver, drop it. And he panicked because he wanted it. So he chomped on it once and Dave, he swallowed the rabbit whole. Oh my God. He swallowed the entire rabbit. Oh my God. 
So That's we had to crazy. Of course, we're like immediately on the phone with the vet. I was and, not expecting that. Uh, right? I'm like, this dog's going to get a blockage. And the vet was like, oh, you know, he might be like have some GI upset for a couple days. He didn't even have like uh, like diarrhea. I didn't mean, he phase him. He was totally fine. He, he did dominated not mind. that rabbit. Well, well and, hey, that's good. He was a he was a stray when we. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was found as a stray. He's so probably he's used just, to it. Yeah, that's like that was his probably how he got his meals for a while. Poor little guy. Oh. I know. I felt really bad oh. for the rabbit. Yeah, but, and, um, for and for Ollie. And yeah. for Ollie, yeah. I mean, he he had a good time though. Yeah, he loved it. Um, but anyway, but what about you? What's, uh, what's going on with you? Not much. Caster has knock on wood, not that I've seen gotten anything yet this year. Nice. Um, but yeah, we've just been. I've been playing a lot of GTA Online. They released a new uh, update for. They're uh, still releasing updates. Oh, dude, yeah, it's a living organism. That thing has made them more wow. money than the original record-breaking game did. Like it is. That's tri- nuts. It's like tripled their. They've made billions. It's crazy, but uh, it's really good playing it. I got the. I got the. Uh, I during, in June they were offering GTA Online a free upgrade to PS5 if you had it. Uh, as opposed oh, okay. to having, because you have to pay for obvious again, pay another sixty if you want to play like the story, like the whole game. Right but I, now, I all I, all I'm doing is GTA Online because I've beaten the hell out of that game. So right, uh, and it's great. Uh, the, I'm just running my businesses, doing that. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just been hot as hell. And you got a PS5, right? I do. Yes, have a PS5. Thank God. So man, I I really would like to get into GTA Online. I mean, I've, awesome. I've heard so many good things about it. It's truly what we were talking about in the last. If you want to play a, a true open world game where you control it, is GTA. It's like right. to, have it, building your own businesses and playing the game how you want to play. It, it's just. Were, were you able to transfer awesome. over your yeah. GTA Online file? You can, from, you, yeah. Wow. Perfect, perfectly transferred. All every I had everything and then some. They give you bonuses for transferring it. And then, but they also give the option to start a new character if you want. Nice. Yeah. I've also been playing Fall Guys. Yeah, on, Fall Guys. Uh, so much fun. Although I, fun. I rage quit yesterday because uh, somebody picked me up and dragged me to the edge and dropped me. Yep. Yep. I was like, "You of son of a bitch!" I was. How I was angry. <laughs> I was angry. It's like you. <laughs> You're like um, Harry in uh, Home Alone. Right. Yeah. Seriously, the sensor beep went through, didn't it? Yes, it did. It was okay, very thank like, God. It sounded like Morse code. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, other than that, it's just been hella hot and haven't been able to walk cast. Hella but, hot. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're uh, after recording tonight, we're planning on just like a little walk down to the beach. But unfortunately, our beach decided to not allow dogs anymore. So that kind of stinks. Oh, that's um, too bad. But you know what's not too bad? Uh, Stranger Things season four. Well, that was smooth as hell. <laughs> Thanks. Smooth as hell. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. But Dave. yeah, no, Stranger Things volume four. Here we are. I mean, what? Uh, first of all, what did you think? I uh, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, hands down, the best Stranger Things season yet. Really? I think so. Yeah. Bold. I think so. Uh, okay. And maybe I was just too into it, but the final episode. I think maybe one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. It was good. And I mean, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Uh, yep. Master of Pot. That was fucking awesome. So we can bleep that if you want. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, probably should. Probably should yeah, uh, but like it, it, it did kick a lot of ass. That episode yeah. really did kick a lot of ass. The season in general did. I, I, I agree. It was a very good season. I don't know if it was my favorite one. What, what was your favorite? I think the first one. The I first mean, one is just, just classic. It, exactly. The first like, one had so sets, much heart. It set such a tone, and they were like so focused, like in the basement with the D and D and stuff. Yeah. And like, 
I love that. And don't get me wrong. Every season has had something I loved. Season threes. Uh, so, okay. I love like how they seem to focus on a director or a style. Like this season was obviously Stephen King. The last right. se- season three was James Cameron with like the Terminator references and the, right, the aliens right. references. Um, okay. So I guess let's just get into season four. So this is the first time we have a villain from the Upside Down that is a... Uh, a sentient, not sentient. That's not the word. A intelligent, kind of sentient. Yeah, intel- like- well, they're all sentient. They're all like yeah. monsters and shit. But like, I'm talking like one who has a mind of his own and can communicate and is like clearly like a leader. Because in yeah. their third yeah. season, they possess Maxine's older brother, and he was the voice piece for the monsters or for right. Vecna, I guess. Right. But in this, we're actually seeing the first creature to come out of the upside down that is close to a human. Well, and there's so many cool things like when you look back at when Billy was possessed and like even Will in season one, it's all so clearly Vecna the whole time. Like, which is a great bit of writing for season. Oh, my God. Wrapping up in volume four. Well, they they accused I heard they accused of uh, Netflix of or the Duffer Brothers of editing season one scenes to make it work. And they, they said, no, we didn't. And it's they didn't. Yeah, I, I've heard. I heard that, and I also heard their rebuttal. Uh, they basically said that's like a Mandela effect. Like, yeah, you're you know. just be- wanting to believe that. So, you right? Do. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it was. I don't know. They there were so many clever tie-ins, and I guess we'll start with kind of the pra- the past of the franchise. So, season one was obviously that had so much heart. That was, was like yeah. the Dungeons and Dragons. It was Steven Spielberg. And like, it was that was the, yeah. the whole season. Yeah, it was Spielberg, and, and it just. I keep going back to it had a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, let's move on. Season three was yeah, two um, was just kind of a real two was bummer. a bummer. Yeah, when she like goes off and yeah, and why for like two? Okay, yeah. Real quick, they do that for the other the other kids, which right, which causes I think the biggest continuity issues. What do you mean? You th- well, so those kids weren't at all like. I can't. I guess I can't remember much of season two, but those kids were also in the same program. Eleven was only one of them was only one. Well, okay, the girl, yeah. the the yep. other girl. Okay, yeah, but then it's like okay, so you, you. It was like they were flirting with the what they wanted to do with season four already, but then they just didn't do it well. They made her that they they were trying to emulate that runaway, which is it's kind of like the desperately seeking Susan. I don't know if that's what they were going for, and they like make them all like that eighties punk style. Yeah. And it was and just like, like the aesthetics I, I, of it were cool. The but... aesthetics were fine, but at some time, at some point, I'm just like, okay, now you're just trying to like shove as much '80s stuff down. Like, if you didn't right. make her up like a new wave punk rocker for two episodes, I would have been totally fine. You can yeah. do that by introducing other characters or just have them in the background, like you did in season four, uh, right? But yeah, and then season three, amazing. I, I loved really it. loved season I liked three. Them all. Yeah, I'm a, like yeah, I'm a big Russian... fan of like. I don't know why, Dave. I have a problem. I need. We need to digress for a second here. Uh, I need to get the side. We we uh, we had one of my buddies, Rick, record um, like just himself saying, "Like time for a side quest." This yeah. is a side quest. Uh, I love dead malls. Oh yeah, there's like, something haunting about them. They're really like the liminal space of it, and like I don't know. I I'm like damn near a point of obsession with dead malls. Well, and they're so cinematic, and they are so good for 
Yeah, like anything story but related. Even seeing the the Alive and Well mall, it's like it's so 80s that you can see it as a future dead. I don't know. Right. It, it just like, oh, it, mm. well, chef's it, kiss, it hit with me. I think it hits. Yeah. And it's well, it's that it's the watering hole. It's right. it's a place for stories to be t- like no matter where you're at in your story, everybody converges and they all clash. And it's this right. great. It's a great place. It's the 50s diner. You know, it's the it's, yeah. It's the meeting spot, especially for younger generations, which, you know, you're, it's always the most exciting stuff. Yeah. So yeah. season three, I thought was great. Um, and season three was kind of a builder season, I feel like, really building up to four. Oh, yeah. Um, especially by, like, kidnapping Hopper or, or getting yep. him arrested. You know, all that sort of shit. Or was he? Was that at the end of three when he three. fell into that? Yeah. He, he like, yeah. the reactor blew or the whatever blew up and he yeah. dodged the explosion, I guess. Somehow, like, yeah. Somehow just moved to the right. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> all but, you had to do, it turns out, was just left step and you'll avoid right. nuclear explosions. Uh, um, but yeah, but I mean, this my one of my favorite things about this new season was, and like I mentioned a little earlier, they did a great job by introducing new characters, which are the yes. elements of the time frame, like Argyle, which I okay. So, question: You've seen Die Hard one, right? Long the, the time ago, yeah, yeah. So Bruce Willis's limo driver is named Argyle. Oh, okay, and he gets his huzzah by kind of saving the day at the end. And like, I'm wondering if that's a reference. And he was a driver, so like him being right. the pizza driver. Argyle, that's funny. I'm wondering if it's a little bit of a I've, time. I saw yeah. an interview with the actor who played Argyle. Yeah, and uh, exactly the same. Exactly the same. He One of the comments was like, well, "It was like, oh, it turns out that uh, Argyle is playing this guy." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we need a stoner from California. Where right. oh, where will we find that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved Argyle. I loved, and I do. What I did like is instead of changing the character, like, oh, this is their new personality. It's like how they did with, um, uh, oh gosh. Drawing a blank. Yep. One of the kids uh, who he uh, the ba- joining the basketball team by making him like, oh, he might be the jock, but he isn't like it, oh, Lucas. It's, yeah, Lucas. Lucas yeah. By trying to it's like it was that fun. Yeah. Lucas's uh, arch of our arc of um, arch arc arch. Of, uh, character. Arch. <laughs> his his foot his arches is are arch. doing great. You know? <laughs> um, no, his character arc is that it's like it's that classic 80s movie of like I could be a popular kid if I only do this and like I have to tell all these lies almost. It's that, right, that, right. It's like a, a, a teen romance comedy squished into one character. But then that cause like it causes his inner turmoil for the whole right. season, which is great. Well, and then you get, uh, of course, Eddie Munson. I mean, oh. Chef's literally kiss. favorite yeah, probably like, favorite character of the whole series seriously like and the the cool thing with him is that i hated him at first like they they introduced him in such a way that i was like i don't like this dude well, he's kind of like he's bragging he's he's loud and he you know he's he's he is that he, he's a theater kid dude he is a theater yeah, kid. and he he almost seems like a villain to an extent though at the beginning like he seems but like they do that when he does his speech in the cafeteria there's this little thing at the end he does. He does this whole big thing, and everybody's like, oh, sit down, weirdo, creep, loser. Right. There's this little moment where he's just been this huge energy and kind of like getting in people's faces, mostly guys. But then these two, I think, cheerleaders come up to him like they're trying to pass him, and he literally shuts all of his craziness off, takes a step right. back, smiles, looks down, and like gestures them to proceed. 
And I'm like, and that's that's okay, the moment. That's when there they took it is. Him. They, they didn't let him stay that way for long. Yeah, they, because they he give was, you this like taste of this guy might not be cool, yeah. but then it's like, oh, because okay, he was right. messing with like kind of like messing with Dustin, right? And like you're like, oh, but it's like, oh, he's hazing, and it's it's we right. got to understand this character is this kind of outcast. And he's playing to that. He's like, oh, I'm the outcast. I'm the super senior. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to keep playing this character. But I have a heart of gold. Exactly. You know? And like, man, I I got to admit, final episode, I cried mm-hmm. several times. That sucked. I um, didn't think they'd kill him because he had become so... Well, the thing, it's so... I bet, well, the reactions to the first half of the first season came out, the Duffer Brothers and Netflix were like, oh, Shit, 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 shit. Yeah, seriously. Like, damn it. Oh, he's a favorite. Oh, and I found out too. A, he's British, which is yep. insane. He was in he Game does, of Thrones. Yeah, he said he had to talk to um uh the actor who plays Steve a lot because to, on set be like, I think I he's like, I think I sound so stupid. I don't think I'm doing this right. So he was like he was really emulating how Steve talked as an American. Steve um, is great. He's, he's probably my so favorite good. character. He is so good. Um such a redemption from the first season. Yeah. And um, but also Eddie, the actor Joseph Quinn, I think might be the actor. Yeah, that name. sounds right. Joseph yeah. Quinn. Uh, he also has been playing guitar most of his life, so that was him really playing. He's like, I already knew the solo. Nice. Yeah, and I guess they had the uh, original. The um, I think he plays bass for Metallica now, but he's the original bass player's son. Come in and re-record that solo so it fit the cinematography of it. You know, like the cuts. Really. So they they wanted it to. Because if you listen to it, it's def- it's definitely not the original album recording, like how it's playing out, how he's playing the solo. It's right. not, it, it and it cuts, it jumps in the song. So like he, I guess he came in and helped re-record, and then Joseph Quinn learned that. Nuts. And yeah, yeah. And now like Metallica had like a tribute to him in their show, and like they were uh, in the top one hundred. They they hit. <laughs> I think they said Master of Puppets hit higher than it ever did, and they sold over seven. Mil- it had a uh, running up that hill moment. They had two songs hit like Jeez. do better than they ever did originally 30, so cool. 30 years later so like, cool cr- that to me and, is insane and, and like i don't know there was there was one sequence that i really want to talk about while we're talking about kind of the present of it um the sequence where it's the fourth iteration i think of running up that hill yeah. um and, run it up that <laughs> run it up, and now now it's not gonna be taken seriously god um, <laughs> god <laughs> Sorry, Um, but it's when uh, like Nancy's firing the shotgun and they're throwing the Molotov cocktails at Vecna. Yeah, and like Lucas is you know with Maxine. Like that whole sequence legitimately might be one of my favorite sequences ever. It was was so so well done. It was so well cut. The music was perfect. The cinematography was perfect. Uh, mm, It kind of reminded me, we were talking Inception. This is kind of, like in the previous episode, this is kind of, it's, you're seeing, you know, they're in the upside down. You're seeing the other characters outside of that reacting. Everything's tight. You've got to be well-timed. And you're also in, I, I think at that, uh no are you in maxine's mind no you're in two locations and you're in the upside, the upside down. down at that yeah. point because yeah. she's in the the house break the where everybody's the three other right. victims are trapped so my so the one issue i had with the whole action sequence was when they put the three out of commission uh, upstairs they when um uh steve nancy and yeah. um ethan hawk's daughter uh uh, uh robin i'm doing real bad Yes. Robin, right? Robin, Robin, yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, they got tied up right away in the action and are down for now. And I was like, oh, they're going to get killed because they're getting suffocated by this right. these tentacles in this house and then all then it cuts uh, you see all the other action with eddie and dustin and lucas and maxine outside and like and then the the jock coming in to fight lucas and all that sort of stuff right and then it's like okay now he's weak and then they get untied you know it just it felt like yeah this, it felt like in every justice league episode when superman gets hit by a column and knocked out during the fight right away you're right. like, okay, we need a story to like get rid of our nuclear weapon that would just end this immediately. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's the Captain Marvel of things. She it's right. a Deus Ex. It's like, but that's the thing though. It's like they had to have a reason to like pause them from getting them into the attic so that the Jock could fight Lucas and then Maxine could get severely injured. Basically, right. they they had to. It's almost like there should have been one more beat before they got into the house. The the I thought, I, and this is just me, I think the whole group of five should have stuck together, fought all the bats to Metallica, and Eddie shouldn't have died. Yeah. And then they get into the yeah. house, don't get tied up, and can go right to Vecna. Because yeah, that, that should have been I mean, the I, thing. Like, they're racing Maxine in, like, her breaking apart, basically. Like, I, 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 I mean, as much as I miss Eddie, I I think it was the... I, 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 I think that they made the right decision you know and killing what? him off they killed him they kept argyle argyle who is the funnier comic relief he of, is he, well, which and, is and an easier character that, to keep not even on that front but it's just like the i mean also on that front uh you know i'm not discounting that but uh also the fact that like he had his run he had his his mini arc he had his and, hero moment yeah and it gave Dustin something for the next season. Yes. Because poor Dustin has been through it. I hope Dustin has long hair, only wears metal, like heavy metal shirts. Yeah. I hope he yeah. he takes on the Eddie. But not as... He already has like the potential. He is like kind of the uh, the funny, explosive commenter. You know what right. I'm saying? He'll like come out with like, guys! Like that sort of a yeah. dude. Dude, he's and great. He is. He's like the... And he's a hell of a good singer. He's a Broadway yeah, he star. Is. He's a Broadway, he's a Broadway star. kid. So like... Uh, same I with think uh, Maxine. Uh, she, she was she a Broadway was Annie. kid too. Oh, I mean... Okay, here's the thing. Or was yeah, it Broadway? He, she was, yeah. Uh, at least professional theater. Yeah. I've seen clips of her as Annie. Um, so I think it's important to iterate, reiterate that, that um, theater actors are perfect and incredible for these type of shows, like Stranger Things, Star Absolutely. Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. Any of these, I call them, even though Stranger Things is set in a very, you know, a real time period in real, and like in very familiar locations, you still have to have a heightened... Absolutely. I mean, to say some of these lines and to say them believably, right. the, what are you talking? Like, yeah. like they yeah. said that that was the one thing they weren't sure about Harrison Ford as Han Solo. But it's like, listen, he was able in the, his it, when he was reading, he they had him just reading lines. He wasn't even auditioning well, at the time. Like, he yeah. gave it like a he said he read them like a, re, a regular like he would. You just right. got to give it a regular tone. But it, you can also tell it's like you have to have that emotion to, you know, hit those ranges. Right. Uh, Little fun fact that I just wanted to bring to the table: uh, Millie Bobby Brown was wearing a wig. Oh yeah, that that short they, hair they is like an incredible head. wig. They didn't shave like, her. yeah. Well, but when you look at that, like you can, it was great. There are some like close ups, and I mean, obviously we CG we're, we're, and we're they said the, there was a lot of editing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we're we're already kind of toward the end of our time, but like uh, I forget the actor's name who plays Vecna. Um, yeah, another British guy. Yeah, another British guy, amazing actor, and that's and like his he, voice. He was Vecna as well. 
Yes. Like he also yeah. played in the suit. That's and it's great because there are moments after they reveal that it is the uh the guy from the flashbacks, the yeah, know, the kid. Or Henry. The, Henry. Uh, the orderly. Um, that <laughs> also, why the hell did they keep him there? Put a, I'm sorry. I'm right. sorry. Put a bullet in his head when you don't. You know. I'm sorry. If you're Dang. running, if well, you're if running you're... a secret organization, and you're like, oh, we have to dampen this kid, and then keep him around as a janitor, so he like affects the other. Jo- what are we well, talking but, but about? But I think it, you know. I mean, I guess to their. Yeah, you're right. Put but, a bullet in his head. <laughs> maybe maybe it was just to be like, oh, we maybe he wouldn't let him. Maybe it was like his powers were too strong. Well, no, but they put that dampener in thing so he couldn't even use right. his powers at all. Uh, you're <laughs> so right. You're I don't right. get it. I'm like, uh, it just seems such like an odd. I mean, unless it's the idea of that Papa, Papa, he, Papa. he wanted, he wanted to, uh, Matthew Modine wanted to like still save him in the, or still figure like, oh, maybe we can't treat him yet, but like through well, further that's, research that's or something. That's a really interesting Maybe character. I missed it. Maybe I, I missed it. I, I do think that's an interesting character arc of, of Papa. Uh, Papa. Papa, you Papa. are like Papa. Yeah. Um, yes. But it, it's it, that character arc, though. I feel like he's he genuinely is trying to do good things. He's just doing them in a bad way, and maybe that's why he kept him around. Because, like you said, maybe he's trying to save him. Yeah, still. there. No matter what, with Papa, there was always a that inkling of good. Yes, you know, it was never. You always knew, and it's it's based off of how he. He, his relationship with Eleven and like how we see that see it progress through the seasons, right? But and then it's like that's why when he died at the end of this, you're like, okay, he did go out try also trying to save the day, like he right. did try to say like he you know, no matter how you feel about it, it's like okay, he's kind of an antihero, I guess, right? Definitely, yeah. Um, well, dude, that's our so everybody. That's our time for today. Kind um, of a, a fun roundup, yeah. Of a, another great. Vol- I think they're only doing one more season. Yes, it might which be is good again. And there I agree. Need to be another. There and I need to be heard six. there could be a bit of a time jump to handle. The kids are just getting too old. It's, yeah, they it's, are. I, I cannot believe that uh, they're finally there's... saying they didn't even like. It's funny in the first season, maybe two first two seasons, they never clearly define what grade any of them are in. They never right. clearly yell out the year that it is. I mean, they uh, do. No, they do. For they the year. do. But then, then, but that's the thing too. By not dis- defining who's in high school still, who's in what age, and right. then they're like, okay, now they're hard freshmen. We know well, they're in high school now. So, you're like, and okay. there's also, uh, real quick to touch on it, uh, there's the I don't want to say rumor. It's kind of confirmed that Will's character is gay and hasn't come yes. out yet. Yeah, he's in love. He's in absolutely. Yeah, in and love they make that. With, you know, uh, I, I I kind of missed it my first watch there, but Shelby kind of pointed out to me. I'm like, oh man, like you know when he's crying, you know, when, with uh, with Mike in the car. He's in love with and, Mike. Yeah, totally, totally. It's, it's, and, it's that I've always. He's always been in love. It's his closest friend, and I think it's an interesting thing. It's like they're. It's the confusion of blending a close relationship like that. It well, it's right. funny too. It's like. The exact same thing that Stephen Robin had, but just on a way shorter, briefer period of time. Right, right. You know, yeah, uh, it's yeah. super interesting, and, I, and I'm, I hope they handle it well in season five, and I think they will based on how they handled it in season four. Um, but yeah, I just like there, there are so many uh, subtextual it's, things that are starting to happen. So this and this, you by you saying how they're going to handle it in the next season, I almost got a little concerned. I hope, that? I hope that they're not making the character gay to also discuss it. It's like, it's the 80s. 
guess what happened in the 80s with gay people like a the aids panda is are, are they going to be afraid of will in the next season because he's gay if he comes out you know like i hope they don't do that like i don't need three episodes of the characters getting their like the main character's arc becoming okay with gayness you know what i'm saying like i don't right. not that i'm I, I, it should just be a thing i, I that's yeah, what i'm saying be, i don't want to yeah. say like they shouldn't be okay with it. no no no, no. But, it, but should it, be, needs to be... it should just be natural and not even discussed if if they're right if if he if he like i almost want to be like guys i'm gay and then they're like yeah and right like, yes, that sort that, of mentality 100 yeah. percent and i also just don't want him to like ham fist another character to be his boyfriend like i don't want them to go the glee route where it's like oh he came out now look at this new character who he can be romantic with just so everybody can have a romantic interest sort of thing i don't know right i don't know maybe that's I don't want to be judged. I don't want to seem judgmental or anything. That's absolutely not. No, yeah. No, no, no. I I don't think it's not that way at all. I I totally get what you're saying. I think everything I just said is how they shouldn't handle it and how it could be handled poorly. So, yeah, I I agree with you. It's, it's a task. It is a really interesting task that they've set themselves up for it. But yeah. Well, you guys, that's the end of our time. Um, I want to give a big special thank you to our editor, Josh, and uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. You can drop us an email, franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked that email address in like a couple days, so I should probably do that. Who knows what's um, in there? Who knows? It could be a big surprise. It could be um, God. <laughs> it could be God. <laughs> Hello, it's me, God. God. Um, Are you uh, running up that hill? <laughs> Oh my god! We're I wonder what it. song they'll the next season will like bring back into fruition. I don't know, like, man. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like, some crazy. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm on there at the Zach Rogers. I am also on Instagram at the Dave of Wonders. And that's it, you guys. We're having fun with this episode. We are. This, I'm excited for season five. Yeah. And uh, man, we could keep going on this, but we'll, we'll stop ourselves. We will. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you nerds next week. Catch you later. 